0: Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things,
1: and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. everyone. This week on the podcast, we're sharing how to know when your handmade business is ready to grow, when you're ready to make a change, and when you know you want more from your business. So I'm basically just going to call this pep talk week.
0: (laughs) I like that title. There are a lot of different times in your life as a working creative or artist, whether you're a freelance artist or you make t-shirts and sell them on Etsy or maybe you make digital downloads or pottery or any other creative job that you might be faced with this question, should I stay where I'm at or should I grow? Do I want to take this opportunity? Do I make a new kind of thing? Do I put more time in my business to make it grow? Or maybe even do I quit?
1: So, I think that a lot of us have faced this situation or these questions before. So, I want you guys to tell us if any of these situations sounds familiar. One, you're selling your art, but it's not making as much money as you want it to. It's good, but it's not amazing. Okay, so that's number one. Two, you've turned down really big or really awesome opportunities in the past because they were too scary and you felt like a fake. Three. You've been approached by people who have asked you to sell your work or to take on custom work, but you're really just not sure it's the right move. Perhaps it's not the direction that you think you want to take, but the opportunity is still there. It's right on the table. So that's number three. Like you have a good opportunity, but you're really just not sure that that's the direction you should go. And four, you're tired of what you currently make and sell. You have different ideas that you're actually excited about but it's very different from what you do right now. And so you don't know if you will lose your audience. Like you don't know if they'll follow you if you go a new direction. So that's four. So I want you to back up the podcast and listen to those again, and then send us a DM on Instagram at shopstudiosisters and tell us if you're a one, a two, a three, or a four after you've listened to this podcast. Tell us which situation that you're in, one, two, three, or four. If any of these situations feels familiar to you, you've probably been weighing changes and growth from your business. So if you're like, yes, that's me. Let's talk about what is next for you, friend.
0: Okay, so now just because you've identified that you have a new opportunity, someone is offering you or you've got a new product idea, though it doesn't necessarily mean that everything is lined up for you to grow right now. So what do you do?
1: Right. So I do want to mention that we have talked about this a little bit in our past podcast episode with Misty Grenade called How to Think Like an Artist. And she explains how she creates a mind map to help her make decisions in her creative work. And I loved that episode. And I loved what she said when she said, What's good for someone else might not be good for me when she was talking about someone offering her an opportunity to sell her work. And I think that this is a really good point because just like, just because something sounds like a really good opportunity and there's kind of stars around it doesn't necessarily mean that it fits with your goals. Um, for example, if someone asks you to start selling your work in their, in their shop. So um, we wanted to mention a couple of these things. Like one would be what to do when someone asks you to do custom work. And then also we'll talk a little bit about like wholesaling or selling retail to someone else.
0: Yeah, I think I do a lot of custom work or commissions, and there are some I've turned down because they're just not interesting to me, but then some I'll do just because, hey, honestly, it's a nice paycheck, so I don't mind doing it. But I think how I would suggest that you decide is, well, for one thing, is it something you want to do? Um, Does this commission like does it fit in well with your style or does the client have very specifics of what they want you to paint exactly? Can you charge more because it's custom or like you have to think about all these different things when you're doing a commission? Sometimes I will say yes to a commission that is maybe not necessarily my style, but I enjoy doing it for a friend I know, so I'm going to do it for her, but then maybe I don't post about it on my website or my social media because it just doesn't fit in with any of my other work. So while it's not necessarily growing my art or my handmade business, it's still a good opportunity for me to do.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that Like, just because you accept an opportunity does not necessarily mean that you have to put it on your website on your instagram like it just everything that you make in your business does not necessarily have to be represented on your social media and that's really true with commissions like you might not necessarily want to share all of those online if they're slightly outside of the brand image that you want to convey and that's okay So also we wanted to mention like if you're thinking about selling your products wholesale like to a coffee shop or a boutique or some sort of gift shop, make sure that you know all of the details. If you're going to sell wholesale like that where you sell to the store and then the store marks it up and resells to the customer, um, you need to know that typically you can charge someone half of your regular price. That 50% off. So, if you normally sell something for $50, the wholesale price is usually $25. This is called a Keystone price, by the way. So, what that means is that you're only going to make half of what you'd normally sell when you sell something for yourself. But there are a couple benefits of that it's a guaranteed sale, and you need to set a minimum order that they'll have to place from you. So, for example, you can have a $100 minimum order for wholesale or 200 or $500 worth of product for them to qualify for wholesale pricing. So don't give wholesale to anybody. Make sure that you have a minimum in place. And then another good thing about this is once they purchase from you, that shop does all of the marketing and all of the work to actually make the sale. So they're handling all of that. So there are some benefits from it, but just make sure if you do decide to wholesale, like your pricing is still actually worth your time. You're actually making a profit. ConvertKit is our go to tool for email newsletter subscriptions and automated emails. Every week, We send out a creative newsletter to all of you, our podcast listeners, to help you live your dream life. We send actionable tips for your Etsy shop and social media brand, share our behind the scenes process, and first access to our upcoming online courses. And we do all of it with ConvertKit. Many handmade sellers and artists use ConvertKit to build email lists of returning customers, to share behind the scenes photos of their work and their studios, to announce new art, new collections, and products when they launch. If you had asked me a couple of years ago about email lists, I would have laughed at you because the focus on social media is so huge, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, I really didn't do anything with email, but now it's like, it's so awesome to use and to reach your customers this way.
1: The reason that an email list is so great for you as a creative entrepreneur and the reason so many small businesses are turning to using email lists is because there's no algorithm to beat. Everyone who's on our email list actually gets the emails we send them. Not everyone who follows you on Instagram or Facebook sees what you post and actually most people don't. So If you're looking for a way to build a stronger relationship with your audience and the people who buy your art, an email list might be the way to move the needle forward for you.
0: We love ConvertKit because it's super simple to use and you can easily pre-schedule emails to go out well in advance, which means I never have to remember to send out a newsletter ConvertKit has transformed my process from randomly sending out emails once in a while and forgetting to stick to a schedule to staying consistent and showing up for our followers.
1: I feel like we can't say enough good things about ConvertKit and the future of email lists for small businesses is right there. So if you want to learn more about this tool, visit shopstudiosisters.com slash ConvertKit to get a free ConvertKit plan. Hey friends, Katie here. Tell me if this sounds familiar.
0: You're a maker and a creative already selling your handmade products on Etsy. The thing is, you'd really like to be selling more of it, right? Or maybe you've just recently started an Etsy shop and you want to lay a good foundation for your shop. Or your Etsy shop has been collecting dust for a while now and you've been avoiding the tech stuff or the research like I did for so long. Maybe you've just recently decided that this is your time to get real about Etsy and start doing some serious girl boss business. If any of these are you, I really want you to dive into the basics of Etsy SEO and learn more about getting found by your ideal customers on Etsy. This might sound overwhelming or time-consuming, but Taylor and I have created a free guide on how to learn the basics of Etsy SEO and what a long tail keyword is, and some basics of the do's and don'ts of Etsy search tags in just 15 minutes. It's actually easy, fast, and you'll be able to celebrate this win by getting your keywords and search terms on point. You can get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com etsyseo Etsy SEO guide. You can also find the link to it in our show notes. Now back to the episode.
1: Make sure the thing that whatever you're thinking about, whether it's new products or a partnership or you're thinking of taking on commissions or anything else, meets these criteria. You need to be able to say, this new opportunity is valuable to me in all of these ways. It will be financially profitable. It is a good investment of my time. And I feel creative magic inside when I think about this product project. You really, really need to meet all three of these things when it comes to growing your business. Financially, it makes sense. Time-wise, it makes sense. And you're passionate about it. You can find value without profit in art. Please don't hear what I'm not saying. You don't have to make art or make something beautiful only if it makes you money. That is definitely not true. So if you just want to keep your art for yourself as only art, or you just want to share it and you're not selling it, Like that's amazing. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And we've talked about that before on the podcast. Um, But if you do want it to be part of your business, it needs to make sense in these ways.
0: Yeah. I think anything involved in your business needs to actually pay off for you in terms of time, money, and passion. It has to be profitable enough to be able to make a living off of your artwork, but you also have to ask yourself if this opportunity makes you excited and passionate about the work, or if you've been feeling rather ambivalent about it, or if you just don't care if you do it or not. So once you've gone through looking at all of this pretty carefully and objectively, it's also important to decide if you're truly ready for it yourself. So what is your next level and are you ready for it? Ask yourself if these are you. One, you've manifested the right mindset. You know what you're good at and what you want to get better at. You're currently challenged by not enough time. The idea of growth is exciting but scary. And you've dreamed up a big future. If you want to grow your creative business, but then when it comes down to it, you're honestly still feeling overwhelmed either by all the business lingo and technology stuff or just the amount of work involved, try writing out ways you can break it down into easier and much more manageable steps. Start by writing down the direction that you want your handmade business to take. Just dream. Don't get bogged down by why it seems impossible or that you're afraid it won't work. Instead, write it out and just put it into existence. Next, write down ways that it could happen. Then I want you to break down those tasks into baby steps that you can accomplish a little bit at a time. For example... If you say, I want to make stickers of my art and start selling them, then you probably need to make a step-by-step list of what you need to do. Some of those first little tasks might be to research the cost of buying a cutting machine and budget for it, or order some samples from a third-party sticker producer who will turn your artwork into stickers
1: yeah so it probably seems more doable now once you've broken this down into baby steps because instead of thinking I don't know how to make six figures a year or I don't know how to be a best selling artist that's well known whose work is in stores, all you can all you need to do is say i can I just need to work on this one thing next,
0: yeah, it's really relatable for me and I like to work in like itty bitty baby steps, so my last tip for you guys is. To be persistent in the pursuit of your dreams. If your goal is to get your handmade products available inside local stores, reach out to your local coffee shops and small retail businesses. Maybe they haven't reached out to you yet simply because they don't know it's something that you're open to. So sometimes you have to make the opportunities happen. And the worst they can do is ghost you or say no. And the truth is, that's not the end of the world. It'll be okay. Just keep dreaming and be persistent in the pursuit of those dreams.
1: Yes. And also, I will say, if if your goal in growth is, like, get involved with a local store or get into a gallery, make sure when you're pitching to them, you're doing it in a professional way. Um, In my other business, I get Instagram DMs, kind of like all the time that are like, hey, I want to be doing this at your venue. And that's not really the best way to go about it is to just send someone a random Instagram DM. So make sure that you're regularly engaging with their online content. um, And then you specifically find out who you need to talk to at that business. And then you meet them in person or you go send them an email, something that's very professional. And then also if you do decide that what you want to do is like work with a gallery or a retail space or something like that and you don't hear back, like be persistent. As a business owner, I can tell you that I am very busy. I read someone's email, I forget about it. It's normal. So I always appreciate when I get a follow-up message, like a second or third message from somebody if I didn't answer them right away. So this is a good thing. It shows that you're very persistent and it shows that you're serious about your goal. So one message, especially if it's an Instagram or Facebook message, is not enough. Just know that you need to show up more than once, pitch more than once, if you want to get results. That's really, really normal to send more than one message. So if you just send one and you don't hear something, like don't don't give up, keep going.
0: Yeah, and maybe um, putting your artwork in a gallery or a real estate retail space isn't for you, but maybe if your goal is to grow your Etsy shop and maybe grow your Instagram following so that then you can quit your day job and just run your artwork online, find a way to connect to your customers through social media. I know that we all feel that social media burnout sometimes, so it can be a struggle, but if you find a way to be authentic and and stay really passionate about your artwork on social media. It's just so much more fun to connect with your customers and your passion will show through, making it even easier to find those dream customers online.
1: Exactly. And you are the queen, I think, Katie, of showing up authentically on Instagram um, in your own personal account, but then also for Studio Sisters too. So it's it's important and that could well, be your you. growth goal. Yeah. And it could be your growth goal. Um, for our listeners out there is you could say, I post things and no one comments and that's what I want to get better at, is I want people to comment on my work. I want more customers to say I found you on Instagram. So that could be a totally awesome goal. And by the way, that is something that we are going to be teaching in our course that launches this summer is how to create audience centered growth and authentic marketing on Instagram without feeling guilty or salesy about selling your work. So um, if you don't know anything about our course yet, you can go visit our website, shopstudiosisters.com to get a sneak peek at what's coming. So if you've listened to this week's episode and you're feeling like, yes, I'm here for it, I have the right mindset, it's time for me to grow, I'm ready to make this happen, and I'm going to start breaking down all my tasks, just like Katie said, this week, awesome. We're super excited for you. Or if you want to grow, but it's really scary and you're really just not sure, should I quit or should I make the leap? we've totally been there too. Just so you guys know, we always, always answer DMs. So if you want to talk to us about it, we would love to hear from you. You can DM us at shopstudiosisters on Instagram, or you can send us an email on our website, shopstudiosisters.com. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode has been inspiring and spurs you to take on some action. So have an awesome day.